Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bone Chillers Podcast. I'm here today with Joseph. Hello again. <laughs> uh, we are on episode 18, and we're still continuing our media series, but this time we are moving on to writing. Um, so, Joseph, I think last time we discussed, like, favorite books. Is that, did we? Oh. Did you say that you yeah. tried to read It? Yeah, it was too too big. Way too long. I yeah. did I did read it. I think for like one summer or something. But <laughs> you but must like, have had a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, it was like junior high school or something. Right. So do you think like books are scary or like any like writing? I guess is scary. I think definitely that. I I think we talked a little bit about this in another podcast, but I think it really, like the reason it's so powerful is that, like depending on how it's written, it can. Mm. basically invoke like the fears of the person reading it as opposed to how the words actually are on the paper like if it's very descriptive and it describes something that you don't find scary then i don't think it'll scare you but if it's something that is like vague but in a way that allows you to form whatever that scary image is yeah if it's like pure horror i think those are the most effective so like one example that i think is pretty good is the the scary stories to tell in the dark books mm-hmm. yeah because like reading them even the text is like pretty disturbing yeah but it really i think what most people find or remember to be the most terrifying is like the actual illustration yeah that comes with it yeah. and so um for me that's just like a, a good example of like things that maybe your own if your own imagination can't like really piece those things together like mm-hmm. some people i think prefer images in these types of picture books but like it, the whole time reading it for example when i read it i think the reason it was more scary was because i had seen the like tv special the old one yes and you so had the i image had the, yeah. yeah i think on that actual book it had like the clown on it right like, it had pennywise on it because it was like at that point adapted like all the covers you know they get redone yeah and so, like, when you read it and that's on the cover, that's what you're imagining the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And if you're, like, scared of clowns and there isn't that image, like, the fact that it's described as a clown that's, like, you know, with that kind of, those kind of descriptors is probably a lot scarier than someone who's, like, absolutely doesn't. Yeah. You know, they just, like, take away different scary parts of it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And also, like, it, the scary stories tell in the dark, like, got a complete revision in terms of illustrations oh did it from like back in the day yeah there's a series of the books that like basically that's really toned down like the the illustrations it might not even have either doesn't have illustrations or like they're they're very very like kid friendly as kid friendly as it could be because it wasn't kid friendly before uh, no do you remember those books (laughs) i do remember yeah yeah scary (laughs) have you like looked at them or like even the stories um obviously you read them like as a kid but have you gone back to read them as like an adult no i haven't i wonder if there's like any difference between like what you remember and yeah i don't know what it is like now because like goosebumps i feel like i always thought was more scary than like uh, it actually was Oh, and then really? going back and and looking at like the covers and stuff. Yeah. That's another, but that's another one. I think the problem 
with me and, and like the topic of writing or reading is that I always correlate it to like some visual that either already exists or there's like an illustration or something. Because even Goosebumps, I associate Goosebumps more with the TV show than the books. Yeah. So even thinking about the certain stories, like don't go down in the basement or whatever that one was mm. with the plant dad. Oh like, yeah, I that, forgot about that one. That one, like, if I if you if you say don't go down the basement, I immediately think of the cover with the like leaf hand on the basement door. Yeah, I forgot but about then it, that. If one. I start to think more about like the story, I immediately think of the, the episode, not the book. Right. So, I mean, they were scary. Like the mask one from Goosebumps is probably like if yeah. I think of like scary thing. Like from my childhood that's probably like the 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 first thing that i i think of mm, the but the more like the tv show because we had it on yeah. like vhs yeah <laughs> we would watch it like every because Halloween. they're on netflix now oh are they so like uh, I, I watched a couple of them again mm-hmm. and like i understand why i was scared at that age <laughs> but it's like <gasps> yeah yeah how funny yeah no i completely forgot about goosebumps but yeah, it's funny that it's like they're obviously a- aimed towards kids. Yeah. But, yeah. But like when you read, do you like, like say that there were like if there were no pictures, do you kind of just take the words as they are? Or do you sort of form an image in your head as you read? Yeah, I yeah, think you will. So like one, I think Salem's Lot was probably one that I had to do that the most mm-hmm. for because I haven't seen. It. I'm sure there's a movie, but yeah. I haven't seen it. Um. So, like, for that one, I definitely had to. And that's not really, like, that much of a scary one. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm much more of a graphic graphics person than, than uh, like, getting scared from reading. Yeah. I like, guess I think that they're... Oh, sorry. I was going to just say, like, when you read something and, like, you know you don't want to be scared, maybe you can, like, tone it down a bit in your own head. Whereas if yeah. they give you that visual and you're just like, oh, it's actually a lot scarier than I would have thought it was, or that's not how I pictured it. Yeah, I, I'm much. I think like if if I could take a, a general poll of like the most common nightmare fuel in terms of like horror media. Yeah. It would probably be like pictures or drawings. Right. As opposed to like reading things, mm-hmm. like that. There's that Reddit, the subreddit, like No Sleep, and there's some like good. It's some, like, I mean, I think you're supposed to, I don't know, there's, like, some hidden rule that you're supposed to uh, assume that it's, like, a real thing. But it's obviously right. creative writing for the most part. Yeah. Um, and some of those are scary, but I find the ones that are the most scary are kind of, like, open-ended, not necessarily ones that are, like, describing scary things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a couple Maybe of that... stories that I'll read to oh. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, because I, I was also just thinking of, like, uh, also what, like, is there stuff within the writing that will kind of make you more or less scared? So, like, um, so, like, I have stories that I'm obviously going to read aloud because, mm. just because of the, the medium that we're using now, <laughs> but, like, it, does that change the perception of it being scary? So, like, if you're reading it yourself versus somebody else reading it to you. Oh, yeah. So, like, does that change it? Like, is it more scary if I'm reading it to you or if you're reading it yourself? Yeah, I guess that's a... Cause... I don't know. I remember in, in like, uh, was it 
I think it was like sixth grade or seventh grade. Yeah. That on Halloween, like all the English classes I ever had on Halloween, they would like play that, the like Halloween music from the movie Halloween, <laughs> like Michael Myers, and yeah, like yeah. someone would have to be in charge of like flickering the lights, and the English teacher would like read a scary story. Oh really? Yeah. How funny! So did you find um, that scary when they read it to you? No, it was more of like a performance. I don't know. I don't. Right. I don't find that. It, the things that scare me are like, I don't know. I feel like I have a few. It, it's really bizarre. It's like a psychological thing because there are like layers of things that actually scare me versus things that, like the the coping mechanisms as a kid that like even our parents would like you know, like for example for us it was like if you had a nightmare it's like oh go say a prayer and yeah. then like you know that works for a while until you're like it doesn't work one time and then it never works again <laughs> and yeah so there are like these there was another time that because i would get i would get like nightmares i think pretty frequently as a child yeah yeah so and it was always related to seeing something like i don't know if you remember there was this one um there's like a, what was this like factor fiction show uh-huh yes and it was like a woman i don't know if you remember this episode it was like the night before we were gonna go on a family trip to like orlando right to go to universal or disney or whatever uh-huh and we were watching it and we're like packing you know, not really paying attention and then there was like this woman the, the factor fiction piece was like a woman who got cursed because she was too vain Right. And they like interviewed her and she's like, I can't look in the mirror because I see this like creature. It's not me. Like I haven't, I cover all the mirrors and it's like, you know, you, you get to the end, like it shows at the end, like they sort of render what she is supposed to be seeing in the mirror. Uh huh. And it, that like image of that thing is still like haunting, but I, I can, in my mind, it's like blurred because I've like somehow <laughs> blocked what it actually looks like. And I remember like the way that, like that really scared me. And then we were, we, I, I don't know if it was you or someone was like, oh, well it could be a lie. Like it could be fiction. I ended up that that story was fact. <gasps> <laughs> so oh, like oh that this, I mean, that what's the fact that the woman sees a creature in the mirror. It's not like a fact that there is a creature in the mirror. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Like, even yeah. More ridiculous. But yeah, that, and that, that whole night I couldn't sleep at all. Oh my God. And so, that was like i was told that i should just like pretend that the like it's like a tv channel like you you know you get an image and then you like you're controlling your mind so you should be able to just like flip to the next channel in your head which is like a different thought uh-huh that's interesting so sometimes sometimes i do that and like i always funnels to like the darkest corner of the of my mind it's like <laughs> i don't know it's just really bizarre but i never had that experience with writing with reading mm, yeah so well, like i don't know yeah. I was going to say another thing is I know that you like used to write stuff like for like just creative writing and stuff. And does that like that experience of writing horror, is that also like a scary thing? Like, I, did you ever write anything like super scary? Yeah, I, I think I wrote more like thrilling things mm. or or like they were supposed to be very like deep things that were like with deep messages and themes that were just kind of like visceral and gory yeah but i don't think i ever i ever wrote like uh maybe i did i don't know i had like that writing phase from like probably 12 to 17 or 18 yeah and then i just like obviously when you start writing for the sciences like you have to sort of drop a lot of the things you were taught in creative writing because you're not supposed to 
you have to use I basically you have to be two different people when you're writing the two different things so yeah I've kind yeah. of stopped doing creative writing just because there's also not much time yeah yeah it's a lot but, of work but yeah I just would write mostly like it wasn't there weren't very many supernatural things I would write I would say mm-hmm. but they were always very like inspired by Edgar Allan Poe Oh yeah. That was probably the first thing I ever wrote that was like in the in the horror-ish genre. Mhm. And then that really like I think I did write like a couple of like fan fiction Resident Evil things. <laughs> I remember I remember I wrote this with a, like a classmate in like 7th grade. I called we called it Resident Evil Negative. <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> and to, like decorate the cover. Yes. But, yeah. It was pretty bad, but I don't well, know how anyone would read that and be like, well, like it, I don't think it was scary. I think it was just fan fiction. Yeah. But yeah, but I feel like also even writing horror is kind of scary because you have to, I don't know, a lot of people are like scared of different things. And as you say that like people can see things and that's scary. Whereas you have, it's like being on the other side as a writer, you have to sort of invoke this emotion of fear, which I think is pretty hard. Like getting yeah. that detail down and the just the description of like what's happening. Yeah, and like, like whenever that. whenever I picture, I feel like most people will relay back to a specific image anyway when they're mm-hmm. reading something scary. Yeah. So like when I think of a ghost woman that scares me the most, yeah. it always looks the same. Like it looks like the <laughs> right. the PT like oh, woman, yeah. which also kind of looks like the one in in Phasmophobia. That's like. Like they, they all have us and I feel like they're all kind of made the same way because that is like a kind of generic scary yeah. ghost woman yeah um so like I always think about that or like uh what what's that other thing I already forgot that like Momo thing oh ew like that that that's like the range of scary just things but I have like other weird fears that are not very uh like logical so anything that looks mildly human but is obviously not freaks me out. Yeah, or, I'm or the I same. guess even even beyond like uh, like like even mildly living but not real. That that's just like it's too far. Right. And you know the thing about like these things is it's like it just takes one random thought to make you spiral. Yeah, and it always and happens like, this, like when you're laying in bed in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> but even even like in terms of writing or or, or reading, I have a friend who he's like mildly claustrophobic Mm -hmm. and then he was reading something i don't think it was like a horror thing but he was just like reading these words that basically were like yeah it's actually not logical to be claustrophobic if you're claustrophobic you should then be really concerned about a billion other things that you probably already do for example taking a plane like going on a flight because yeah it's not a small space but there's no escape like you're in a you can't get out and he read that, and ever since he has not been able to fly without <gasps> being medicated or, or like, you know, yeah. self-medicating with, like, alcohol before the flight. Oh, my God. And it, he said, like, it gets, gets really, it just gets really bad because it just takes, like, a reading something like that to just, like, completely send you off the deep end. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty interesting as well because, obviously, that wasn't, like, a horror piece. Like, it wasn't a horror story. No. But it, it just the, that... Yeah, so yeah, it is like your thoughts kind of scare you. And I think that is, I guess, just writing in general, where it depends on how you take it. Yeah. And if it's scary or not. 
Yeah, I, I was like always more of a fan of writing things that like left people with the chills, not not necessarily like like not have them go to bed. You know, like maybe like yeah. keep them up thinking about it, but not like mm. looking out the door because there's like might something might come out. Right. Yeah. So. More like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, another question I have is, do you think, like, the length of a horror story is, like, does that change? I think I have, I just have, like, pretty short, I don't know if I've, like, evolved to have a short attention span, because (laughs) I don't, I I can't devote that much time in general to Uh things. Yeah. Or if I just always have had, like, kind of, like, with reading. For example, I always wanted to write a book. I always, like, started, and the goal was to be a book, and it always ended up being a short story. Mm -hmm. It never made it. I just got bored of it. I was like, okay, this, if I'm, like, if I don't want to write it to be the length of a book, no one's going to read it the length of a book. So, um... People do read books, though. (laughs) Yeah, but imagine you read a book where you're like, oh, this writer didn't want to write the rest of this book. Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know, I think... I think the shorter the better in some ways for a horror thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's like the equivalent of a jump scare. If that's the kind of scare you're going for. Yeah. But also like the less you actually include sometimes the better. Like yeah, all this like show not tell. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mhm. So I don't yeah. know. I think the more you can it's sort of like selfish because to make it the most scary at least in my opinion obviously like I don't even write professionally or anything. But I think the most effective is being kind of lazy with it, like being really tactful with word choice, mm-hmm. but making the reader do the hard work in like painting their own fears onto what you're writing. Yeah, because exactly. Because then it, it's also nice because it's like a unique experience for everyone. But yeah. also, I don't know, like I think that like the era of like, oh, this is a scary monster is kind of over because everything just is like derivative anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So I have, um, I found a couple of like short stories on Reddit. So that's why I was just like, oh, I wonder if like oh. length is a, you know, a thing. Um, I honestly, with some of these like no sleep ones, I scroll, I read the like first few sentences and then I scroll all the way to the end. And then oh. if it seems like I missed something that right. is like supposed to be important, I'll read the rest. But most of the time it's like, okay, well. Yeah. This was sort of not worth my time. Yeah. Also, isn't there one on Reddit that does like two sentences? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did that one for a little while. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, that's like the epitome of short. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, what is it called? Two sentence horror, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, like, you have to get that done. Yeah. I went, oh, I forgot my most famous one on there. Oh, yeah. People really liked it and gave you a lot of upvotes. Yeah, I don't remember how many upvotes I got. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I have a couple. And then, um, so I also have a book here that I received for my birthday. And they're not it's not like long, but it's longer than I guess what I found on Reddit. So then we can kind of go through them and see if, I don't know, if you found any of it scary and stuff. So here are the, the few that I found on Reddit. So full disclaimer, they might not be very good um, or scary but I guess we can discuss as we go. Mm. (laughs) So this one is by a Reddit user, Horror in Pure Form. Uh, And he says, 
or she says, I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is, that I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his, his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering his confined to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, they did it first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than the last. Every time, without fail, it starts again. The neighborhood cats are with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents yes. are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy, and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking that he is ready for rehabilitation. That I will have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, ha it is pretty short, obviously, and... It, like some of the detail in it is like the stuff that the he's allegedly doing is pretty mm -hmm. scary and creepy but then that little twist <laughs> which I think yeah. is quite a good little scary thing because you're like oh well this kid is fine <laughs> but <he's> yeah <laughs> so I quite like That's that one messed up. I know <laughs> um, here's another one called Seeing Red by Zenry Howe uh, it says Everyone loves the first day of school, right? New year, new classes, new friends. It's a day full of potential and hope before all the dreary depressions of reality show up to ruin all the fun. I like the first day of school for a different reason, though. You see, I have a sort of power. When I look at people, I can sense a sort of aura around them, a colored outline based on how long that person has left to live. Most everyone I meet around my age is surrounded by a solid green hue, which means they have plenty of time left. A fair amount of them have a yellow-orangish tinge to their auras, which tend to mean a car crash or some other tragedy. Anything that takes people before their time, as they say. The real fun is when the auras venture into the red end of the spectrum, though. Every now and again, I'll see someone who's basically a walking stoplight. Those are the ones who get murdered or kill themselves. It's such a rush to see them and know that their time is numbered. With that in mind, I always get to class very early so I can scout my classmates' fate. The first kid who walked in was basically radi radiating red. I chuckled to myself. Too damn bad, bro. But as people kept walking in, they all had the same intense glow. I finally caught a glimpse of my rose-tinted reflection in the window, but I was too stunned to move. Our professor stepped in and locked the door, his aura a sickening shade of green. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's also good. Yeah. Yeah, I had to read this one a couple of times, and I was like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was really creepy. But, yeah, I thought that was good. Like, and also, like, with these, like, how you were saying that they kind of just leave it open-ended for you to kind yeah, of like, like it figure leaves it out. The, the reader to figure it out yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah so i think that like that's a good stopping point because then it might just be like too much yeah but yeah. then like see you don't see many of these like oh this creature does the, like it's this creature that's doing this i feel like it's yeah. most of the time like 
it has to be taken to another level. Like yeah. shapeshifters, I feel like are more common now because it's more of like a mystery and it's scary, like because you don't actually know. Like yeah. all these, this like mystery aspect. If it's you don't see many, like oh yeah, this, like I don't know. Remember this, like these creepy pasta things that always start out as writing and then like just fake photos come up. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the rake, which there's a game on Steam that's pretty. It's like ridiculous, but it's it's uh, that creature that you can't see but it hears, mm-hmm. and they're like all these fake uh, like diary entries of some guy. Oh right. Who claims to have seen it, and it's like in the forest, and it has like the body, oh, it has like the face of a dog, but it's like a big creature with like praying mantis arms. Ew. It's creepy. <laughs> but yeah, that's like the last thing I can remember. That it was like, oh, it's a it's an actual monster. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, with these things, you kind of have to, like, think of stuff yourself. And that... Yeah. And it obviously will maybe shape but to that's, what you're but actually that's scared another, of. Another thing is, like, when's the last time you were scared of a monster coming to, like, attack you? Uh, always. A monster? <laughs> like a... Like a... <laughs> A creature. No, I guess you're right. I guess it's like a ghost or like a... Yeah, like... Which I guess doesn't really count as a monster. It's like you just become more scared of, like, humans as you get older than actual monsters. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, humans are actual monsters. But, like, you know, like... Ghosts that were once, like, you know, vengeful humans or, like, just terrible people. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even most of those, like, two-sentence horror things that I wrote that were the most popular, it was mm-hmm. always involving, like, a sick twist with a human doing something, like... Right. Maybe weird. because it's more closely, like... It's, it's closer to reality, which makes it a bit yeah. more scary. Whereas if you're like, oh, well, I don't know, think about a mummy or, like, the old-school horror stuff, like a vampire. Yeah, like, I'm never scared a vampire's gonna yeah. come and get me. Like, yeah, yeah, it's... exactly. Because you're just like, well, obviously, I know that those are not real. Although some mm-hmm. people like to think that they are vampires or whatever, like we've discussed pre- previously. But yeah. Um, yeah, so like things like zombies and stuff. And it's like, well, that's not really a threat at this point in time. Like maybe in the future if it was, or like in, if it, it was like real life, then maybe it would be a bit scarier, but it's not. <laughs> so you can kind of distance yourself from it. So yeah, take yeah. the fear away a bit. Okay, I have two more short ones and then I'll move on to this this book. Um, so this one is called I Lost My Phone by Lynx. Okay, and it goes, Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, at the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I left it. Oh. <laughs> that, one's, that one's creepy. Yeah. Like, I don't really like the thought of, like, somebody being in your house. Like, a burglary yeah. or, you know, if, whether you're in or not. I think that's absolutely terrifying. Like, somebody just invading yeah. your personal space. And then, obviously, this one could be like, well, is that person still there? Or what happened who knows so again it has that other like thing to kind of keep you maybe continuing the story on your own there was like this this tv show that reminded me of this it's um it's called medium a tv show 
Yeah, it's from like I think it's from I don't know when it's from. So it's like old. We were watching an episode the other. It's like not not super old. Right. But it's like a it's a a woman who works for the district attorney. She has like visions and Uh piece together mysteries and like works with the police department. Yeah. And there was a guy. There was a woman who was blind, and she kept saying like that someone like was kissing her in the middle of the night and like it was weird and she you know she she knew that the person was there yeah and then like no one believed her but it turned out it was like this old man that shared the wall and he would sneak in at night and like take photos and stuff yeah it was creepy Ugh. like that kind of thing is just like i don't know people being in your <laughs> in your bedroom or something mm. is just like i mean that's the most that's where you're the most vulnerable when you're sleeping and you just yeah. have no clue yeah, 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 because you have to, like, get up or whatever. Yeah, that's always, like, mm-hmm. one of my big fears, just to, like, somebody breaks in and, like, what would you do? Like, I've had nightmares about this, and it's just, like, I don't know. Just... People breaking in you've had nightmares about? Yeah, or, like, you know, like, when you hear something on the outside, like, there's, like, noise oh. in the outside, but you're dreaming, and it, like, penetrates through your dream. Have you ever had that? <laughs> So someone's actually breaking in and then No, 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 or you just hear like a noise or like I don't know, somebody's like banging upstairs and in your dream you hear the noise but you kind of take it as something bad. Oh. And it turns into I don't like know. a nightmare. I've never correlated that. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, so I've had that. Or like Let's even see. like last night like Daisy was having my cat was having like a little asthma attack and it woke me up and I was just like what the hell and I instantly just thought like I had it in my dream and something was happening in my dream that caused me to like wake up and be like what the hell is that oh yeah and I was just like is somebody here oh no it's just the cat it's fine (laughs) but like yeah I don't know because I don't yeah it's just terrifying because then I don't know like what if you encounter this person what do you do yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't know I don't like it (laughs) Okay, so I have the last one here, and it says, uh, the title is, My Husband Was Never a Romantic Man, and it's by Winter Tragedy. My husband greeted me as I walked through the door today. He had a bouquet of roses, and dinner was waiting on the table. It would have been romantic if I hadn't just arrived home from identifying his body at the morgue. (laughs) So that one's like the shortest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So three sentences that one, so not quite the two that you've tried before, but still, like, it's, I mean, as much as you can put in three sentences, I think it's pretty impactful, maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm curious about the ones I wrote, the two-sentence one. Oh, are they easily findable? Okay, here's one that I wrote. Oh, you found it, yeah, do it. It's, it has, for some reason, 2.3 thousand upvotes <gasps> and 66 that's, comments. That's amazing. So it's, here's the, here it goes, two sentences. Uh, being born with regenerative abilities was a blessing growing up. Now I lay bound to the makeshift operating table, as I have been every day for the last 30 years since the organ dealers found me. <laughs> so they're that's not funny. even scary. You know, like, these are things, people just love this like sick stuff that's why yeah. i stopped i would do like actual two sentence horror things that i liked yeah and no one would would have looked at them and then i realized like people are just sick and they just want to see like the most <laughs> this other one like yeah the other the problem is that i like using it's hard in two sentences to convey mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. so the two sentences on 
like the good ones are, are always like ridiculously long <laughs> like right, one like sentence is like yeah yeah anyway yeah that that's it that's the main one Oh. Well, in our last podcast, I was talking to Rupert about movies, and he was saying how, like, um, movies kind of reflect the horrors of society today or during that time. And he was saying about how, like, more recently, um, people were obsessed with, like, torture. They called it torture porn. And I guess it is this, like, gory thing that people are just randomly interested in still all of a sudden. So (laughs) I don't really know why. I don't know how it's a reflection of the time per se. But, yeah, it's just weird how people's, like, like you say, like, people were afraid of monsters and stuff maybe back in the day. And now it's just this other thing that it's, like, gory. And, yeah, I don't know. People are strange. <laughs> but uh, that was a good two sentence. What do you have another one that you have that you like liked the most? Oh, I'd have to I'd have to look. Oh. So um, you have a did you do a lot? I've done like probably 5. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Are you looking? Let's see. I'm I mean I, I don't think <laughs> I'm going to find I, I the problem is that I get mad and delete them. <gasps> do you? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a shame okay here's here's one that uh you really liked it got taken off because apparently it wasn't it wasn't two sentences but it was so i'm kind of confused by this moderator <laughs> anyway okay. it says in quotes i don't understand why you brought me here you haven't been yourself lately he said as he positioned the flashlight beam toward her face her eerie smile widened as she stuck two fingers in each side of her mouth, ripping the skin at the corner of her lips to reveal her true form. Ew. Oh, my God. So this one, that's one that is more like what I would normally write. Yeah, yeah. And that is, like, horrifying because I can picture that in my head. And like we just said, that, like, humans becoming something or looking like something other than standard human is pretty scary yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but the rest are just kind of gory and right well that's what's popular these days so yep (laughs) so i have this book that was gifted to me it says 50 real ghost stories and it's by mj wayland so obviously i won't read all 50 of them but joseph Mm -hmm. do you want to pick a number between one and uh, actually between seven and 103 because the stories aren't numbered and i'm not going to sit here counting seven seven so i was going to pick seven anyway okay so the first one okay so let's see okay so it's like a page and three sentences so here we go it's called experiences in an old london pub by the way i haven't read these yet so because i thought it would be good to read on a podcast but um yeah so it's it's a new one for me as well so it says the queen's larder pub is fascinating taking its name from Queen Charlotte, wife of the Mad King George III, who is receiving treatment for his apparent insanity at a doctor's house in the square where it is situated. The, the queen assisted in the nursing of her husband by cooking for him and rented a small cellar beneath the pub where she kept special foods for him. With the area having such a long and esteemed history, there is no doubt that some of its previous inhabitants still wander. 
this is in quotations. I once used to run the Queen's Larder Pub in Queen's Square, London, WC1, which is the postcode. I don't really know why they put the postcode in here, just in case you want to visit it if you're ever in London. Um, there was many experiences reported by staff and customers, and over the years, we realized that one ghost was more frequent than the others. Eventually, we established that her name was Mary Wells. She had been falsely accused of a crime and hidden in the attic of a pub, was eventually found and hanged. I have lots of stories to tell about her activities, which were never malicious, but seemed more about her wanting to tell her story. I have never researched to see if anyone by that name was in fact hanged, so I have not been able to verify what actually happened. However, the experiences were real and witnessed by many family, many of my family and staff. While at the Queen's Larder, I was visited by the spirit of my ex-husband, whom to my knowledge at that time was still alive, but I hadn't seen or heard from him in around 10 years. I was convinced that I was hallucinating as I had his two sons and felt sure that his family could have contacted me to let the boys know if anything was wrong. He visited me many times and told me several things. I later found out through an old friend who had spent five years trying to find me that he had died around the same time I first had the visitation. I have had many experiences and encounters, but none have been terrifying and have been very rewarding. And that's the story. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, so this pub has like magic powers? Well, yeah, I don't really know because... Right. So I guess it was the owner of this pub was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, or she used to run it uh, and people saw ghosts and stuff. And then I don't know if she told this MJ here and then she's like but my ex-husband came to visit me too but like why that's so unlike a ghost which maybe that's what makes it creepy it, wait, he was dead though right yeah but he had nothing to do with the pub she said that she didn't see him in 10 years yeah so maybe the pub just like is like a I don't know a hub <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's just, I don't well, yeah. That was a weird ghost story. How are you going to be like, oh, yeah, like all of my patrons are telling me that there's this woman who allegedly was hanged here and I see her all the time, but I didn't want to look it up. I mean, I guess maybe mm. she didn't want to look it up because she was scared. <laughs> maybe that's what I would do, but yeah. That was a ghost story from London. Oh, well, that was... Uh, a good example of well it's more like non-fiction right supposed to yeah be like so that's just... another thing as well like is non-fiction more or less scary than fiction or are they the same i i don't know it's weird because i feel, I feel like, like it could have been written if you if you start to uh massage the truth you could probably make <laughs> it more scary because it's like oh this really happened Oh, that's why they always say like based on a true story and it's like what was actually the true thing about this that that person died like wow yeah 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 exactly because even... it's like based on rather than yeah. this is yeah but yeah I mean I feel like also when you read something I guess it's also like somebody like th- they could say oh yeah this is non-fiction but is it no you can't prove it <laughs> no exactly so I feel like if I was reading a horror like which I just did um it could be fiction or non-fiction and it still would probably have the same effect to me anyway like even reading yeah. the little reddit ones somebody could claim that it's true and that's what happened like the one that you said about the woman looking in the mirror um 
so she could be like, yeah, that's fact, but like, mm-hmm. who's to say that it it's not or it is? Yeah, exactly. So it could go either way, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and speaking of which, I was watching a really random TV show. This has maybe nothing to do with it, but they were trying to prove if something was real or not. So somebody, I think it was in like a, an old firehouse, and they were like, oh yeah, people have seen ghosts and stuff here, and look, we have pictures and stuff. And they were trying to prove if like that was a hoax. So like if somebody made that oh, yeah. picture up or not. <laughs> so they had a picture of um, kind of like a dust not like a dust but like a smoke in a in a bathroom so these people went back and like tried to recreate the photo by doing stuff so they were like oh well look at that it could be a speck of hair so they put like a hair on the the lens and oh, took wow. a picture it's a and lot they're of like effort. i know <laughs> i know and they were like oh yeah it's definitely a hair and then they were like oh there's one of those um like air fresheners you know the ones that go off every so like every three minutes or whatever and they just do the little and then there's the fluff like the mm-hmm. spray and they were like oh maybe it's that and so like they took a picture when it did that and it did look like the picture that the guy allegedly took of the ghost and i was like oh this is quite smart hmm. they're actually like trying to disprove ghosts and stuff and i was like this is pretty good and they're like well you know what we're actually not sure so let's go ghost hunting tonight and i was like oh for god's hmm. sake yeah and they're like That's and good. this yeah this is the guy was like in the basement he's like is anyone here? And then like a pipe fell down. He's like, whoa. And I was like, right. So this is completely just changed back to what it normally is. So yeah, wow. I feel like they probably were like, oh yeah, this is fake, but we need to make this show scary. So let's change it. So I guess maybe that's <laughs> they what like, their mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess writing could be taken in that same kind of context, but maybe the other way around instead of it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but yeah. So, do you what? So, do you think that like writing is one of the scarier kind of ways to experience horror and fear stuff, or do you think that video no, games? No, I, I still think I still think that a scary game is yeah the, is the yeah I agree yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you are kind of immersed when you're reading, but it's up to you and your imagination really to kind of take it as as how far you like want. You can close the book and, like, throw it when you're like, oh, I can't do something <laughs> with the game. Like, you know how it is. Like, you you can obviously turn it off. Yeah. But if you just, like, throw the controller, it's not stopping. Like, you still have to experience the the effects of you failing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, or you could just turn it off and never play it again. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you about the video games. But, I mean, I have read, like, I haven't really read any, like, scary books. I don't think I've really read any, like, Stephen King or anything. But one of the books that I did read that was, I guess, technically a horror was that Let the Right One In, and it was, like, gory. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was so well written where I was just like, wow, I can actually see that in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I like maybe didn't want to. And that was kind of scary. But yeah, I don't I don't know about writing. Like some of them, 
uh, yeah, is like scary, but it's also maybe something that won't like stick with me as much as like a video game because maybe it's not like visual. Well, yeah. I mean, it is visual because I've imagined it, but whereas somebody's literally presenting me the visuals that they made like in a video game or something. I feel yeah. like maybe that'll stay with you more than a writing. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Well, that's all I have about writing. <laughs> well, that's okay. I feel like we've talked about it a couple of times too. So it was good to do like a focused one. Yeah, yeah. Just on writing. I so was is also this the last one in the series? Well, I was thinking, yeah, probably because what else is there? Like TV shows? But I guess those can kind of just <laughs> yeah, be it's... like movies because it's all just, again, like a video thing. And yeah. I obviously don't watch a lot of TV, so I'm not really an expert. I mean, I could ask mom because she watches like every TV show ever. I feel like the issue with, with like <laughs> horror TV shows is that like you're, you have to worry about pleasing your audience from season to season. And then you mm. make like dumb investments into like other things like character development and just like a handsome <gasps> actor that needs to like. Are you talking about The Walking Dead? No, I'm talking... The Walking Dead is trash, but I'm talking (laughs) about Supernatural. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things where it's like, it becomes popular, and then they just try to prolong it, and it's just like, okay, well... I mean, me personally, I don't have patience for things that just go on and on and on, so I just get kind of bored. But, yeah. I don't know how many seasons that went on for. Like, it's not on anymore, is it? But it was for a while... It, I think I think it ended finally last year. Oh jeez. Right. Well, yeah. that's crazy. Must be at yep. least 10 years or so. At I least. Think I had like 13 seasons. Oof. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think things that are like prolonged like that. So I guess kind of with writing, so like I don't know it being over a thousand pages maybe is not as scary as like something that could be read in or seen in a shorter amount of time. Well, the thing about the the it is that the whole book is the first two movies, like the most recent ones. So, yeah. like half the book is the kids when they're kids, and the other half is. Yeah. So I guess that does make sense. It's a bit of a different kind of layout for a story, I think. But I think that made sense. I mean, I obviously didn't read the book, but uh, I saw the movies, and it made sense to me that it was in like those two parts, and that it was that long because there was a lot of information to get in. But I feel like any other horror book probably couldn't get away with that <laughs> yeah like you want to get to it and then that's it but yeah i think that's the problem with tv because obviously it just goes on because <laughs> yeah. then if yeah it always has to be obviously more than one episode otherwise then it's just a movie yeah so that's... yeah but yeah i can't i but yeah i guess i mean there's also like visual images of stuff and that's another media that is quite prevalent but again it goes hand in hand i think with all the rest of them even the writing one when it not maybe is specifically there like presented to you mm-hmm. it's still something that shows up and then it just becomes a whole nother thing because it's obviously then different for everyone that stuff yeah but yeah i mean i guess like there's like art but like what's an actual scary piece of art like drawing like that scream picture <laughs> well, i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's a yeah I don't know. I think maybe combining lots of stuff together is... Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the the real way to go. So, like, say, like, a video game that plays out like a movie that has good script and counts as writing. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. the ultimate scare. Where you have all of your senses 
being scared. Yeah, they're, they're like, <laughs> or maybe with like, you know, you can pick up the documents or like. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's very true. Just to add to the story. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like in Resident Evil, where you just walk around and it's scary with like the environment and stuff and what you see. But yeah, you're right. The story that you find. And it's again, it's up to you if you want to read it or not. And then you kind of it just applies to, yeah, the overall story and how actually scary it is rather than it just mm -hmm. looking scary. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, maybe a combination of, of all the things. Yeah. 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 So maybe we can move on to like fears. I know that's a big one that you've quite you've showed interest in, in speaking about. And that's a good I, I was thinking maybe we can do like. I can find some random phobia. Well, not random, but like, you know how they have like really weird names that I don't know if I said one of them, you'd be like, what? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. And we can like go into those and discuss. Yeah, that would so be good. That would maybe be a next one, I think. But yeah. But um, yeah, that's all I have to say about writing. Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> no, no, I guess that's it. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our uh, 18th episode um yeah so if you like share and subscribe us on facebook instagram basically everywhere uh that would be much appreciated uh thanks for listening bye bye